My name is Craig Scott. I'm uh, the CEO of IC Entertainment, entertainment uh, uh, company. And I'm also the uh, star and producer of an upcoming film called Can a Nigga Do Shakespeare? This, this, is, this is Diversified, diversified game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have a thespian, say that slowly for some of y'all who get too excited, uh, <laughs> I got a thespian by, you know, Chief Craig Scott, and he is a serious actor, serious, you know, uh, takes the craft serious, and has a story that, you know, I'll let him get into how much he wants to, to tell, but he definitely had a journey you know, with b having to entertain himself for, <laughs> you know, more than two decades Jeez. and then and then bringing some of the drama, trauma, even the comical stuff, right, um, to the, the big screen. So, Craig Scott, yeah. welcome to the show. How are you doing today, my bro? Man, I'm doing all right. I, I love how you put that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you made yeah. That sound I, real well, real good. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, you, your your story is the one that we see stories like that in the scriptures, mm. all throughout the mm. Bible. You know, uh, uh, where people had to go through, and I'm gonna let you tell the story because, again, I told you I don't do sensationalism. If I did, I'd start okay. off and 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 if yeah. he did it, type you know, right. <laughs> type rhetoric. So big, give, big. give give us the game on who you are and how you want us to know you. Well, uh, like I said, my name is Craig Scott. I'm a, uh, an actor, uh, an activist, and a filmmaker. And I'm working on this film uh, now called uh, Can a Nigga Do Shakespeare? And basically the film is about uh, my life as well, as well as my work as an actor on a, what was first a one-act play called by the, you know, by the same title. Um, if I were to kind of sum it all up, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm what they would call old, old school black revolutionary uh, who basically paid the price for my uh, militant activity. I started out as, um, uh, you know, as an actor uh, attending Baltimore School for the Arts. I then uh, auditioned and was accepted into Boston University. While at Boston University, I think that's where I, you know, became very uh, politically conscious. I first read uh, Malcolm X, the autobiography of Malcolm X. This was actually the first um, novel-length book that I actually read from cover to cover. And it, and it literally, you know, changed my life. I uh, began to understand our people's uh, struggle in a whole different context. And uh, basically, I gravitated to a more militant uh, approach to our people's problems. So um, I became involved in the, um, the divestiture movement that was going on at the time when uh, Mandela was being uh, held as a political prisoner in South Africa. So we protested against Boston University and their investment in South Africa. In the course of that, I uh, joined an organization called um, Men of a Stolen Legacy, we called that Muscles. Uh, through that organization, we met uh, Kwame Torre, uh, learned a lot from him. Um, Eventually, my act activism on campus would get me kicked off the campus, kicked out of the campus, basically, 
um, as an actor, I had perfect grades. Was one of the, at least one of the best students. But the um, you know, I was causing too much problems on the campus, so the the scholarship money dried up. So I ended up having to uh, return to my hometown of Baltimore City, uh, and there I, I would um, I would join the Nation of Islam. I would uh, rock with them for, for for a little while, but I would act eventually leave that organization because it wasn't really a political organization, and I was more interested in you know political activism. So after leaving that, I then came across uh, another book, uh, uh, the autobiography of Asada Shakur, and that's where I got turned on to uh, the Black Liberation Army and some of their philosophies and, and techniques, and tactics. So I would go on and and basically develop a, a cell of my own. And one of the tactics that the uh, Black Liberation Army would utilize was robbing black, uh, I mean, robbing white uh, financial institutions in order to finance uh, cultural events, political activities within the black community. And I would duplicate that same uh, tactic. So, um, you know, well, let's just say this, um, when we were finally caught, and I just want you to know that the COINTEL program is still in effect. It was in effect in the 90s. We didn't know it. Uh, they didn't call it that, but the same tactics were being used. You know, we had been infiltrated and didn't know it. Um, so uh, one of the operations that we uh, conducted, ironically, it was the one operation that I didn't go on. Uh, this operation would... Uh, end up uh, leading me into being, uh, you know, incarcerated. And after that, the informant would tell the FBI about other operations that they didn't even know about. So long story short, uh, because of the law that they had at the time, we would end up getting uh, 52 years for, uh, you know, for, for the activity. And interestingly enough, the, the indictment would read uh, conspiracy to rob banks in order to finance an entertainment company which was IC Entertainment. And this entertainment company was the company that was producing all of the pro-Black uh, uh, events, plays, you know, things of this sort. So um, I will go on and uh, basically serve 26 years of that 52-year sentence. Ironically enough, uh, when Donald Trump became president, uh, a lot of the laws changed. Yeah. And um, it, was, it was an interesting dichotomy that existed in my case because it took a like an extreme right person like Donald Trump, and then an extreme left person like my uh, judge, her name is uh, Catherine Br uh, Blake, to come together and work something out where I, uh, myself and my comrades would be able to, uh, to get out early, uh, early. So once I got out, um, I wanted to return to um, to what I you know love doing, acting, writing, and so I decided to make a film about my life and about uh, uh, that play and the message uh, of that play can I think it's Shakespeare. So I um, try to condense a whole lot of stuff for all the <laughs> moments. So I hope I covered enough for you. You you definitely did, and you know, let's have a uh, uh, 
non-Vlad TV moment. But I mm-hmm. want to know, um, you know, with you robbing banks, which mm-hmm. something that, you know, to get away with, you must have been um, good at, you know, right. not perfect because you got caught, but right. you, you were good exactly. at and and, and informants, you know, um, happen. That's why you do your dirt on your lonely people. But mm-hmm. if you do dirt, <laughs> if you do dirt, I'm not, you know, True. telling y'all to, <laughs> to do that. But <laughs> some, of y- some of y'all got to get, you know, like myself, got to get hit over the head and like, yeah, oh, this is, this is real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were robbing the banks and funding the entertainment uh, mm. company, was any of that money trickling down to people? Like, were you hiring 20 people? Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we hired security staff. We hired uh, actors. We hired uh, uh, we had a, a, a receptionist. We had uh I mean, I you know, right now I, I I can't even count how many people <laughs> we had uh, you know we employed and um, you know we paid uh, and and just about every single one of them you know were black and you know a part of the community. Um, we we actually uh, uh, you know did donations to different uh, black organizations. Uh, it, um, uh, we had a, the pleasure of being one of the first people to. Um, give uh the group drew hill a platform to perform it uh they had a different name at that time but uh uh you know we were we were uh, doing an event and they came through the manager asked us to you know have them perform so uh you know so we would you know we were we were doing a lot as far as uh, giving back um honestly like i said that was the purpose of our uh, repropriations if you will uh, we weren't the kind of dudes that were buying jewelry and cars and, you know, all that, you know, sort of stuff. That just wasn't, that just wasn't my mission. That wasn't what I was, uh, uh, you know, in, in, into it for. So, uh, so yeah, we, yeah, we def- definitely, um, definitely, uh, were the source of a lot of gainful employment. Okay. So you were more of the, um, like Sci High the Prince talks about, you know, you guys are more low key than BMF, you know. Uh, oh, no, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, in other words, like, you know, now that you mentioned BMF, uh, we definitely had a, a, a no drug dealing policy. That was something that I just wasn't ever going to, you know, get into. Um, and that just came just from my own, poli- you know, political philosophies and, my, you know, personal beliefs about just how much damage that that whole uh, uh, industry, if you will, has has done or is doing, you know, to our community. So, you know, that was just something that that we just would never participate in. We were also very, very big on making sure that we never attacked any uh, Black-owned financial institutions. In fact, <laughs> what we would end up doing is we would rob the white banks, get their money, and then deposit it into the Black bank that was in our uh, city. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we, you know, we were, you know, we, I, you know, I was very, very, uh, very, very pro, pro-black. I mean, like I said, we, I, we took a, a more militant approach than, uh, than most. And is there anything that, you know, in hindsight is always twenty twenty that right. if you would have looked a little deeper, the informant, you would have been like, he's working for somebody like who, who talks like that or who says, that, or, or, you know, is there any, <laughs> well, one I'm little tell thing? You what's interesting is, um, and this seems to be a universal, uh, thing to look out for, especially if you are working in any kind of like structured organization, 
the minute you give an order to, you know, to, to do something that, you know, basically has to be done and the individual just kind of bucks on it, that to me is like the, the number one indication that something, you know, something's not right because um, you know that in order for an organization to work, there has to be a, you know, a chain of command, orders have to be given and have to be, you know, carried out. So when that gets disrupted or that stops, it's reason for that. And talking to other individuals who were in similar, you know, situations, because, uh, you know, I learned a lot, you know, being incarcerated for 26 years and just listening to their stories, they basically came across that same pattern. Like it's almost um, interesting, like guys who have had people uh, who are part of their organizations, you know, uh, turn on them or flip on them. We all say the same thing. Like we knew this was the, the, the one that would do this. It, 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 it almost was like, you know, nine out of 10 cases, it was, man, I knew that was the dude, but I just didn't want to do anything or I didn't want to cut him off, and, you know, all that sort of thing. But yeah, you, you know, you definitely know. Or it's that phone call you get that's just so odd, and you're like, mm. "Why are we even talking about this? Like and this. Oh, why yeah. are you acting? <laughs> why, why, why are you talking like you didn't know about right, that? Right. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So again, folks, exactly. if you're gonna do stuff, do it on your own. Yeah. Not that we're condoning doing anything, but you Not know this this country. And other countries, too, especially in the West, have stolen, taken all types of things with, and, and never even apologized for it. Ask Mexico if they want California back, <laughs> if they want Tejas back. Ask them, you know, yeah, with all their succession talk. So I just want to just have that real, real conversation now to get out. In 26 years later, um, you know, I'm sure pe- people probably imagine I'm trying to grab one of these things, but there were no there were no flowers waiting for you. There was oh, no, no. <laughs> red carpet rolled out. No, so so after doing 26 years, how do you get into theater when you have to eat and you don't have, you know, the best support system? Right. Well, you know. I, you know, I come from a, a, a guerrilla theater background, so I, I just wasn't like like currently. I'm I'm literally working at a, a, a pizza shop, and I think I'm I, I might make a couple hundred dollars every week if I get you know to work the hours that I need. But I understood that if I was going to create the the art that I wanted to create. I would have to make, you know, make those sacrifices and I would have to come out of my pocket. And fortunately, uh, I met a young man who once he heard my story and he got to know me and he really believed in me. He believed in my uh, talents and my skills. And he also works at a pizza shop and he was willing to put some of his money up as well. And, you know, and that's all we're doing. We're just putting together nickels and dimes enough to, uh, uh, make a film and to uh, produce that film and hopefully promote it. So um, it's really just about being willing to put your money where your mouth is uh, and, 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 and go forward. I mean, if we hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here having this interview with you. You, you follow what I mean? Something as simple as taking, you know, you know, $50 here, $20 there, you know, putting it together. <laughs> 
and 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 making it happen. Yeah. But but you also, you know, um Baltimore School for the Arts, Boston mm-hmm. University, you have put your, you know, you, it's like anything you focus on. When you were focused on robbing banks, you rob banks. Mm-hmm. When you were right. focused on entertainment, you get entertainment. Whatever you put your focus mm-hmm. on, and I'm gonna ask you more detail, you know, off air mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Why are you not gonna ask me now? Because the why, people want to know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want to know why are you not at a local mentoring shop or a, more, a local, mm. you know, place mentoring kids that are just coming right. out of the system because they need to hear mm. your story and you're still right. young enough where you can make it look good. I mean, you could be, right, you know, Morpheus right, right. in the, the next matrix. <laughs> they want to, since they want to change yeah. Morpheus, you know, yeah, right. uh, exactly. you know, and that, and I got the round glasses already, so I got you know perfect image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and the bald so head, yeah. The bald head. So you know why? Why are you not? You know, you could be at the pizza shop. You might like that job. You might want to own one. But why are you not also at the the mentoring shops, at the drug rehabs, the psych wards, where people really right. need your your energy and your story? Right. Um, the opportunity. Like I'm 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 more than open to do it. But uh, in the because right now I'm living in High Point, North Carolina, so it's a relatively you know small town or, or city, and um, I'm sure that they have you know programs like that, but um, I just haven't I haven't come across them. Uh, they haven't been offered to me, and you know quite frankly you know I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that would um, be something that I would have to do. You know, once I kind of get my, my myself on my feet, because uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm living with family members, uh, I don't have a car. I'm you know I'm 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 at the rock bottom. I just I just got out in was it May, May thirteenth of uh, twenty twenty. So you know I'm slowly but surely you know putting 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 things you know back together. But that is definitely something that I'm you know looking forward to because in fact my partner, uh, which his name is uh, Tim McCain. Um, He's um, trying to uh, set up <clears throat> possible um, guest lecture uh, events at colleges and, and, and schools and things of this sort where I can, you know, sh- sh- share my story and give that sort of advice that you, you know, that you're talking about. So, um, you know, this is a new town for me. I don't really know <laughs> anybody. So, um uh, uh, so I would definitely love to, you know, love to do those, uh, those type of things. Okay. So what we're going to do then, um, Gopher detention center for juveniles, mm. uh, the high point rehab center, caring services, Inc. I'm going to send you over a couple of things okay. See, that, yeah, That's what I need. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, you know, you can look, yeah. talk to some people and I'm also going to, you know, uh, we just do it like this folks. Mm. I'm also going to, send you over some information um you can look in the chat box when we're done or during whenever but um i want to know your email because i saw your linkedin and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay linkedin needs to be filled out a little more so other people can see you but there's an Mm -hmm. opportunity that i have with uh one of my my clients the african diaspora Mm -hmm. news channel where we do Mm -hmm. take contributors and we do pay Mm -hmm. contributors and oh. I could definitely see your you doing news or entertainment. Mm. 
because you might not right. be like, man, Kellen, I need something lighthearted. Or you could do both, but right. you could do that. And as and it, it could, you know, be just another platform where you give the game and you can give it from a, a point where mm. we've never had it. Someone doing 26 right. years. Y'all don't know right. what it is to do 26 minutes. But if you've ever been told to go to bed, <laughs> it, it's worse yeah. than that. <laughs> You know, and that <laughs> as a grown man, and that you're, you yeah. know, even with this short conversation, I can tell that you still have your bearings. Not everybody has their bearings. Uh, Some folks are they're bitter. You can tell it, like I'm bitter, but <laughs> you know, you're probably you understand. I did the time, mm. I did the crime, so I gotta mm -hmm. do the See. time, even if I think it's unjust, mm. even if nobody right. was hurt, even if child molesters mm. got out, you know, way real, much quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, Whew. but that's yeah. that's the that's the system we're in, and it's also the reason why I'll tell you, since we're just having a conversation, why Sierra Leone. And, and African mm. countries like this are a must. And that people say, well, can you do it with a record? Um, I just mm. told you, Sierra Leone is a must. You oh, better read dude, between the dude. lines. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can do it, but you need um, to pursue it and you need to show that you'd be a good citizen. Everybody does. Everyone mm, has to dude. prove that you'd be a good citizen. Exactly. So, um, you know, and there's a theater out there. Um, one of our four past guests, it's mm -hmm. yet to air yet, but um, she's opening up the country's first movie theater. Fabian, um, wow. you, know, you know, yeah, young young woman too. Open up yeah. the first, you know, movie theater um, there. So there's opportunity there. Now, mm -hmm. with this movie, are you guys uh, crowdfunding it? How are you finding the funds? Once again, out of our, literally out of our own pockets at this, at this stage. Um, what okay. we are trying to do, because um, we're, we're in the post-production post phase and, you know, in the editing phase, um, we're closing in on our first, like, you know, rough draft. We, you know, we're putting together uh, the music. That's the, you know, that's sort of like the next, the next part. But once it's done, our primary focus is going to be on promoting it in order to um, generate the interest, the buzz that we need so that we'll have some uh, leverage when we sit down with uh, streaming services. Because ideally, that's where I, I, I see the film, uh, you know, being, uh, being distributed on a, on a, on a uh, streaming service. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm shooting for, I'm literally shooting for the stars because um, I'm basically making the argument that if um, streaming services like stars can, you know, do the power and the BMF and, you know, all these stories that sort of, uh, you know, kind of focus on the more negative aspects of our community, that they should be willing to uh, show a film that will focus on more of a positive uh, aspect of our community as well. So, um, so that's <laughs> ideally should. where, you know, where I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. They should, but in today's, you know, film market, we almost mm -hmm. have to look at whatever we see. You know, people are arguing, um, and you mm -hmm. are still locked up. If the, if my timeline's right, people are arguing right. where Monique said this about Netflix, where we mm -hmm. have to use the Dame Dash and the uh, Doctor Boyce Dash Watkins. Is another, yeah, he's another say, uh, one of our uh, uh, area. You know, people that we want to sit down with as well. Yeah. 
who had property right where you're at mm -hmm. um, in North Carolina right. trying to do things. But I say we don't need to rely on the big names. Mm -hmm. We just right. need to create. If we create right. as artists, the things happen, but we cannot right. rely on anyone. And I will say this, your cousin, mm -hmm. um, I went to this event prior to COVID and I'm mm -hmm. told in March, the NATPE.org folks, look that up, NATPE.org. Um, mm -hmm. They are having another event, but I met your cousin. He has to be your cousin, um, Byron Allen. <laughs> Uh, he has to be your cousin. Yeah. You know, he, he has to be. Um, yeah, you know I, met, I need to uh, call cousin Byron. Yeah, I need to get it. It's been a little while. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he was there and he told me, he said, I built my career off this conference, you know? He was like you. He might. He's like you. Might not even have been born then. I said no. Nah, I was. I was born. You know. I was just born. But I was born. I just came out the the oven. And so, or events like that that are done here in South Florida um, every okay. year for the last thirty years. You know, except for COVID. That's where right. all the buyers are, and it's an expensive oh, conference. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's an expensive conference. But the hack is this. Mm. I, I paid the thousand plus dollars to go and I learned a lot right. and I met a lot mm. of good people. But then at the bar right. area at the Fontainebleau, I noticed half the people mm. didn't even have a badge. So half <laughs> the people just come to parking lot pimp and hear good ideas, right. drink, you know, mm -hmm. the buyers drink for mm. free because we want something from them. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it's something that you they guys just should show really, up, yeah. just show up. And, yeah, and talk right. with HBO, Netflix, Jeez. everybody Jeez. from around the world comes. Wow. See, you know, listen, brother, you're teaching me a whole lot. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be teaching something. <laughs> you're teaching me a whole lot. Because I, 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 I was not, you know, familiar with, with uh, you know, with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So iron sharpens put iron. That on the, yeah. Teach. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, a lot of our... Um, I say pseudo activists nowadays because you've been mm. long, around long enough to know that just because you say that yeah. don't mean you're willing to live and die that, Jeez. Um, Jeez. you know, but a lot of the pseudo activists, you know, they're, they're, they're coming on board and it's so easy. I mean, you're, you're wise enough mm. to know and say, ask them one question about this and they won't know. But how are you going to mm. talk about group economics? You didn't even read mm. Dr. Claude's book, but you're quoting it. Um, you know, you see. saw the cover. <laughs> You know, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I, 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 hey, you know I, uh, that you now that you make that point, I uh, got to share this story about how I met um, Kwame Torre. So we we uh, we uh, I helped co-found the organization MOSL, Men of Stolen Legacy, while I was at Boston University. So this is a bunch of brothers, you know, conscious brothers, you know, college kids trying to, you know, put something together. So we go to see uh, his uh, lecture at another university. And, uh, you know, there was a bunch of controversy. People were protesting. You know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't know this stuff was happening. So after it was over, we helped um, uh, with his security and we got him to, a, uh, you know, some, like a side room, uh, you know, on the, on the campus. So we got to speaking to him. So we introduced ourselves. Oh, yeah, we are, uh, you know, we're the men of the stolen legacy. So he says, um, he said, oh, yeah, it's a stolen legacy. Yeah, that was a, 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 a very good book. Have you read it? So it's about like four or five of us in this organization. And so we're looking at each other. 
<laughs> like nobody has read the book. We just took the title and 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 ran with it. Thought it was cool, you know what I mean? So you know that was like a, a v- very embarrassing, you know, to be the first time to meet you know a legend like that. But um, but I know what you mean because uh, when I was a kid, I, I I did the same thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not about what you did as a kid. Is as a forty-year-old yeah. man now and. Mm-hmm on these social platforms, pushing, pushing something that you really don't believe in because as soon as it's mm. like the old movie, Hollywood shuffle, as soon as you get wow. a job, the hey. hustle stops, the, the, you know, everything. Oh, it's hey. all, well, the hey. Democrats really aren't that bad. That bad. <laughs> they, they gave me money and, hey. you know, I got funded. Yep. Things. In the barrel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. It was we, 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 but like Michael Jordan, when you lost the game, it becomes, mm. you know, I and we can be interchangeable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, exactly. as an actor, and, you know, you're financing everything yourself, do you even have you know, the ambition or the drive to say, you know what, I want to go over to New York or L.A. to validate me. Or are you really content mm-hmm. in doing it yourself? I'm going to tell you, man, every, this this mentality that I have was like born when I was in high school. And, um, you know, not, you know, not to brag, but just to be you know truthful, I was at least one of the best you know, students in the uh, theater department at the Baltimore School of the Arts. And, you know, people would talk about that, Hollywood, New York, and all that. At an early age, I just, that that was never an ambition of mine. I was always, um, and, I, and, and, and even at that time, I wasn't pro-conscious or pro-Black, if you will, but I was like, I want to have my own. Like, I want to, you know, if I want to do theater, I want to have my own theater. I want to do my own, you know, thing. So, I've carried that, you know, mentality, you know, ever, you know, ever since. And um, so, so it has manifested in this drive and, the, and this desire to be, you know, to be independent, stay independent so that I can do the sort of work that I want to do. You know what I mean? Um, does that mean that I wouldn't uh, partner with, you know, those, those, you know, those big names or whatever? Of course, but it would have to be a partnership. Because I understand, and that you know, you know, sign, sign, sign your soul over. You're pretty much just taking dictation from people who don't really have the same passions, the same experiences, you know, uh, uh, that you have. So, so that independence and um, you know that freedom, if you will, that's you know very, very important to me. Okay, I love it. I I love it. And what that really means is you're more in love with the art and the process than you are with the profit and what you can purchase with that. Mm, (laughs) You know, and there's no right or wrong for anybody who said, no, I I need the money. My mama needs surgery. I get it. Go get mama surgery. Oh, listen, now don't get me wrong. I need the money too. You know what I mean? But, um, like, um, there's a reality that when you are, you know, doing certain work and it starts to, you know, catch the public public's attention. Like when we were performing that play, Can a Nigga Do Shakespeare, we ended up um, getting the attention of the local news and they covered us for like two days. So people came out and they loved it. 
you know, the, the response was just, you know, off the chain. So the powers that be in the city, you know, they send you someone and they, you know, they make you that offer. Listen, we'll bankroll you. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. But, you know, you got to come in with us. And they never explicitly said it. Oh, well, you know, you got to change this or you got to stop saying that and all that sort of thing. But I understood that that's what came with it. You know what I mean? So um, I would turn that offer down. And would, probably two months later, that's when we were arrested. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? So I understand the reality of, um, you know, the strings that are attached to uh, offers like that. So that's why I'm, you know, I'm very big on having my own, being able to produce, you know, from my, you know, from my own efforts and basically, you know, working with my own people and listen, man, let us put something together. So if there's a deal on the table that we don't like, we can walk away from, you know what I mean? You, you, you gotta have that, uh, that position, if you will, you gotta have that, you know, mindset, because if not, then yeah, you're going to believe that, you know, whatever they say goes. And it, and that's not necessarily true. Let me ask when you were, you know, robbing banks, <clears throat> how long did that last and, you know, what would you say, how much did you take to get 26 years? Was it, you know, millions or did you, you know, steal $10 and they said, let's make an example out of you? Yeah, right. I mean, relatively, it was basically like, yeah, let's, you know, they got $10. Let's get them. Um, from the, um, from the, the robbers that they did indict us uh, with, I would say that yeah, it, was, it was probably close to half a million. So, so you've, you've, you've touched, you know, physically uh, at least half a million dollars and you got out, you know, maybe like a year ago or so you are going to win. So you really don't Mm. need their money because you know what half a million Mm. feels like. You know that half a million, when you you feel it in your hand, (laughs) no matter how you get it, it's still not enough. You're like, you're like, man, I I need to flip this and flip this. Right, exactly. You've touched this money, so you'll you'll get it again. I mean, because you're just gonna. It, it's like whatever you want to do again. You it, it, that's just how life works. If you put the effort and do what you're supposed to do, you will get that money again, and 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 even more than that. And that's when it's like, mm. wow, what if I just did this in the beginning? If I would have been wow. working with that side of the brain, but. Wow. Even Tata, you know, Jay-Z's friend, mm. when Jay-Z says, mm. you know, even Tata's jumped over you. He's only five, six, and he had to do a bid. Um, mm. um, you know, that he he's he's gone to another level and see. you've done enough life. You're gonna go to another level. Now, when you get mm. to that level, what is something that you want to do for the community? We call it a community give back over here that you could mm-hmm. see yourself doing now or in the near future. Mm-hmm. Well, my, the, the main thing that I'm going to do is employ our people. Um, I've been, um, like, I, I joined uh, a clubhouse in the film, like, filmmaker clubhouse, the things of this sort. And just talking to, you know, in that business, uh, Black and Latino people who have been in that business for, you know, a long time. And, and to hear the, um, you know, sort of like, the dissatisfaction experience with that industry because basic own people are not in positions of power. 
Their own people are not to give green lights to projects. Their own people aren't in positions to hire and fire and, you know, things of this sort. And so that's the first thing that I want to give back to my community is a, a, a company I see entertainment, provide employment, provide finance, provide the green light for your projects when the others won't do so. You follow? So um, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's, that's my uh, main thing. And then the next thing, of course, is, is, is young people. I've got to uh, come up with uh, to what I, what I would like to do is almost kind of recreate the opportunity that was created for me, provide a place for uh, young men and women to delve into the various arts who may not you know, have the luck to get into a, a, a Baltimore School for the Arts, to go to a conservatory or things of that sort. I would like to be able to provide that sort of uh, training and that sort of exposure to young people in inner cities and urban areas uh, who don't, who may not necessarily have access uh, to it. And um, like the point that my movie makes is that the experience of having to live in these inner cities and these ghettos and all that sort of thing will give you uh, insight into theater, music, art that other people just won't have because they don't have that, you know, that experience. So I would like to, you know, like to, to, uh, to do that, to make that available, uh, to, you know, to our community. And so the give back is real. So if there's any, you know, venture capitalist, angel investors, and you say, Hey, I want to do something. And North Carolina is one of those States, you know, that's just every time I go, I go to Charlotte. I'm not going to lie. I, I drive, through oh, yeah, maybe just, the HBCUs. I just, yeah. I just visited yeah. my uh, daughter's daughter uh, in Charlotte for the uh, holiday. Man, so so grandpa came to Charlotte and 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 you know mm. and did it did it big. Y'all say for those of you who are watching, say grandpa, are you sure that's not a glitch? Mm. Yeah, black don't crack if you don't smoke it. Uh, <laughs> now now with with the acting. Do you just enjoy the acting or is it also the producing? Do you enjoy any of the background being like, I also like being Man, a gaffer listen, too. I, <laughs> listen, I love, um, I, I, you know, I love the hustle just in general. Uh, I love the meetings. Hey, listen, we got this meeting set up. I, you know, I love all of that. Uh, I love the, um, you know, organizing the shoots, um, trying to you know get locations you know like you know every aspect of it i i, I really 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 enjoy it one of the first um sets that i was able to be on i was a um a pa or production assistant for another independent uh film directed by a sister named Shante lawrence and she's working on a, a series now called um not without a fight and this was like uh i literally i think this was the first time I stayed up 24 hours straight, <laughs> you know, between traveling to the place, working, I don't know how many hours we were, we were on that set uh, shooting, then, you know, going back. And so by the time that I was actually able to lay down in the bed, uh, you know, 24 hours had passed and, and I loved every moment of it. And so that just sort of solidified for me that filmmaking was something that I wanted to do. Uh, the filmmaking business is what I want to, you know, want to uh, be a part of. And um, 
And that's how you know that that's what you should do is that when you're working ridiculous hours, it doesn't seem like it worked. <laughs> that's how you know you're where you're, you know, where you need to be. Because uh, like at the pizza shop, listen, man, I'm I'm looking at the clock every 10 minutes because <laughs> it's just not, you know, that's not my passion. That's not what I, you know, really want to do. But, you know, it's, it's paying some bills. So I got to got to do it until, you know, so things start popping. And the fact that, you know, this is me just uh, giving my two cents in because I've, I've worked at, you know, fast food as well. And it's what can I my challenge to myself in every job, especially the ones I got fired for, which the majority of them, that's why I have a business. <laughs> but but, the, but the, the, the angle is what can I learn from here? And could I own one of these? Will I dedicate myself enough to, OK, I, I know how to fix these pizzas. Do I know how to fix mm. the register if it goes out? Do I know? Mm. Can I run all of this myself? Because now it's not about the pizza shop and the payment. It's about what mm. I can gather for this for later on. And what I found out being right. a consultant is I now have clients mm. and they say, how do you know? about how to do a shop or a trucking company and how to change the oil (laughs) on a a big truck. I said, oh, you thought I was always here. I had to, you know, I had to do this. So it's what you can learn because you come to Sierra Leone and you can run Mm. a pizza shop with the system. We have pizza there, but your Mm. system may be different and it may be better because you know, we're here in the West and there's technology that we have and use that in some countries, they're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? An app for, for pizza? Why would I have that? Because your tourists want it and it makes it easier because we're some of us are antisocial and we just want to talk to people and not talk, you know, or talk yeah. to apps and not talk to people. And not people, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the dyslexia exactly. coming out, but it's a gift. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a real diagnosis too. People say, "Oh, Kellen, you're making fun of dyslexics." No, I am one, so that's why I'm I'm telling mm, you. Sometimes please, it comes please. out like that, but um. Yeah, Yeah, but I love this. And, you know, we're going to talk more about this movie. Hopefully you guys can come to the NATPE.org. Another great one that Urban Home Entertainment, Mr. Dungy, who is the only Mm. black distribution company that I know. um, Wow. He says MIP in France is also a good conference. And so, you know, you have Byron mm. Allen at NATPE. Mr. Dungey was there with me as well. Um, and we, you know, yeah. and, and, and I just love the whole Dungey family. I will give you this word of encouragement because mm. I just aired this interview mm. um, recently with mm. Christina, who, who did the film mm. Love You Right. Oh, and it's on Amazon. Yeah, I watched, I watched her interview. I watched her interview. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you watch that the was, film? That was a very. Not no, I haven't been able to uh, uh, catch the film yet, but I watched her interview, and it was very inspiring, and it kind of like let me know that I was on the right track because so much of what she had experienced, you know, I was like, okay, man, I just I, yeah, I went through the same thing, or I'm going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was a very good. One. Thank you. And, and you know, I didn't, I don't, I'm looking right now. I didn't see your comment saying that. So we would have never know yeah. that if we didn't have you as a guest. Yeah. But, but that's no, like, comment- it's on there, though. I put it's the on, there? on there. It's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's there. Cause, cause, I'll, cause, 
Go ahead. Screenshot it. You know, I got, I got the proof. Okay, okay. If you say it, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna believe it. I, I'm gonna believe it because we, you know, we love your comments, you guys. When you guys leave comments, whether you inbox them, leave them there to get the game and to really give it like this, where somebody can tell you they did 26 years in a federal prison, which some of y'all say, well, at least it was federal. No, you go do oh, 26 man. minutes. You know, listen, brother. <laughs> you, that 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 old. Um, because at, at one time, the feds were, was a better place to do time than the state, but that all changed. And it, and it all changed because the federal government basically was just rounding up any and everybody. I mean, it, 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 I mean they, they literally made an industry out of the prison system. So with that, you know, that overcrowding, listen, I did it. Like to this day, you're going to hear people and say, "Man, shoot, I, I was in the state. The state was better than this." Yeah, exactly. So that 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 was how it used to be, maybe back in the '80s. But no, nah, not anymore. <laughs> you do not want to be in a, any federal prison anywhere right now. And, and that's that. a real that's a real response. Even if it was Disneyland, yeah. you don't want to be mm. there, people, because you got yeah. some young fools. And I know some of y'all, you know, because mm. I was in the feds and the fed and, and yeah. talking like it's a badge of honor. But right, if you want it right, to be a badge right. of honor, go do some TED talks. Go get paid 20K to give your testimony. Mm. So okay. then you can get you can hire us and we can show you how to make 100K right. um, off your story. <laughs> You know, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. so yeah, I, I appreciate that because you do have platforms that are, just, you know, getting people and some people are giving the real, but we noticed something. It's not necessarily us who can go and go make a million dollars off us being the Wolf of Wall Street or us being in mm. the Gambino family or uh, whatnot, too, you know. Too. So I would say you write your book so we can, mm. you know, hear your story. We'll see the movies. Let the people know the best way to contact you if they have a role or if they even have a mm. position, some some public speaking like we've been talking about. I truly believe that's going to happen for you in Jesus Christ's right. name, because yeah. your story needs to be told. The who, the what, yeah. the why is like it wasn't even mm. about me. It was about right. us. And oh, I was willing yeah. to sacrifice, you know, what I needed to yeah. sacrifice. So where can they, you know, tap in and, you know, reach out? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm currently on uh, Instagram under uh, C-A-N-D-S, Can a Nigga Do Shakespeare? Um, you know, plug in, tap in, DM me. Um, I, like I said, I'm also looking for artists who have uh, music that they will be willing to contribute to the film. I'm looking for financing, of course. I'm looking for advice. I'm looking for any and everything that <laughs> that you could possibly offer. Things that I don't even know I need. If you got it, Please DM me on Instagram, C-A-N-D-S. Well, I'm definitely going to send over a song we just um, help produce and sponsor and say, hey, mm. if y'all find some room in there, use it. Yeah, young, Kenyan, young Kenyan boy we found at the orphanage um, in mm. Kenya. And, you know, in full disclosure, because, again, sensationalism, I do this all day, but I don't do it here. It, you know, I, I just thought he was a young boy who was an orphan. Come to find out his stepdad owned the orphanage, but he still had his own testimony because owning an orphanage isn't easy. And he has had to deal with his own issues. So, you know, we, we've done some music together. 
And, um, you know, so I just sent that to you in the DM. And if, like I say, if you want to, you know, use that, feel free, because we want to get the word out before he blows up as a superstar that I know he'll be. Right, right. Hey, but listen, right? Because <laughs> this is what I'm finding out. Even the rappers who aren't superstars, that you know, these guys are really hard to uh, <laughs> to work with. They don't want to make meetings. They don't want to, you know, because they they don't they don't tell you no. They don't tell you yes. They, <laughs> so I'm, it's it's just you know it's it's been hard. But mentioning a young person, there is one. Uh, uh, this this brother is, I believe, he might be sixteen. But I think he's 15. But he produces beats. His name is, uh, he goes by uh, Beats by JT. And man, listen, the work that he is putting together is phenomenal. Um, so, uh, you know, the, 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 listen, the young, the, you know, the young people out there, they are, you know, they're doing their thing too. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's, there's some negatives out there as well, but there's some young uh, uh, girls and boys out there that are really, doing very you know very well and one of them is is, is contributing to the soundtrack of uh can a nigga do shakespeare as well so i would love to uh you know hear what you have no that's beautiful and you know these youtubers yeah. they, they they you know a lot of them the the first thing they'll say is well how much does it pay before they read the script mm-hmm. but you well, know when, when budgets come available it's a it's a way to exactly. hi- highlight exactly. um and the youth are doing some great, amazing things. I just yeah. encourage the youth to get yourself a mentor, a coach, a CPA, a lawyer, mm. get all because you don't trust, you know, mm. people read more books on the industry yeah. and find a system. So when someone does reach out to you, you make sure you don't miss out on a great opportunity because as an mm. artist, we're not even supposed to be thinking about the money. We're supposed to be thinking about mm. the art and then the money See. comes. And then it's like, right. I've never, right. like you were mentioning earlier, I've never worked when I'm working for mm. myself because I'm See. doing what I'm supposed to be doing. What's it doing? Exactly. Yeah. I was so, <laughs> There aren't enough hours in the day when you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful feeling. So you guys, if you do nothing else, tap in. You see the links in the description. Whether you are watching or listening, especially if you're listening on our new partners, AYV Radio, African Young Voices, Freetown, Sierra Leone. Thank you for adding this to the you know the all the great content that's out there. Uh, Salon Bobo, you know how we do. You guys, share this with somebody. It will change their life. Y'all be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits, Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.